to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I am jazzed about this topic. It's going to be super easy, super quick, but it's super important because this is something that, especially if you're postpartum, could be a question you might have or you might heard about. So we are going to clear this up for you. But before I get into it, I always forget to talk about this and it's so good. So I need to make sure that I'm talking about it more often, but I have a free training. It's called How to Balance, not How to, oh yeah, I guess How to Create Hormone Balanced Meals. And it's really all about balancing your blood sugar, which if you've been here for a hot minute, you know that I'm all about supporting your blood sugar because it is a root cause of all hormonal imbalances. If your blood sugar is dysregulated, you are going to experience period problems, fertility problems. You could experience brain fog and fatigue um, and uh, migraines and acne and t- difficulty losing weight or maintaining a healthy weight. You could experience hangry, like shakiness in between meals, sleep disturbances, like the list goes on and on and on. I've never worked with a client who did not have some type of uh, dysregulated blood sugar, which is why it's the first module of the Mind Your Hormones Method. And this training that is actually free for you is a training I pulled from the Mind Your Hormones Method. So the first module is all about balancing your blood sugar. One of the trainings within there is how to actually create hormone balanced meals that balance your blood sugar as a byproduct. And that training that came from that module is free for you to download. No strings attached. Literally, it's free. Um, And you also get with that a smoothie tutorial. So it's a little tutorial of how I make uh, my smoothies. Like it's actually a video of me doing it. So if you're a smoothie person and you want to make sure that your smoothies are including things that are actually going to support your hormones, that's part of it as well. Totally free to join. The link is always in the show notes for it, but I always forget to talk about it. So I want to make sure that you know about it. This is amazing if you have an irregular period, if you are struggling with your fertility in any way, if you are trying to conceive, if you're pregnant, if you're postpartum, like no matter what stage of your life you're in, this is an essential tool that we need to know how to do. It's particularly when we're talking about pregnancy, we obviously need to know how to do this so our hormones are balanced out so we can get pregnant. But this also really helps reduce nausea and morning sickness in the first trimester. It helps support uh, reducing gestational diabetes during pregnancy. It helps support your hormones get back into balance postpartum. Like it's so freaking important. So if you are in any of these stages of life, go to the show notes and download that free training. Um, it's really, really good. I'm excited for you to get your hands on it. Okay. Now let's get into what we are here to talk about, which is can you get pregnant without a period, whether this is postpartum or in general? The answer is yes, but here's why. So this is something that will come up a lot like, oh my God, I didn't have my period postpartum because I was breastfeeding, but I got pregnant. So you don't even need a period. You could still get pregnant without a period. It's not really technically like that, but here's what happens. The reason why you could get pregnant before you even see that you're bleeding again, that you have you know, a menstrual phase, you have a period is because you ovulate 
ovulate before you actually bleed. You ovulate before you get your period. So you might think that you're not getting a period because you haven't seen a bleed yet, but, and then, and then have sex and be like, oh, we're good. I'm not getting my period. But you ovulate before you actually see that bleed. So if you happen to have sex during that five to six day fertile window of when you're ovulating, when you think that you're not ovulating yet because you haven't seen a bleed yet, you can get pregnant. This is a lot of times probably what happens to women, unless this, this could be intentional for some people too, but a lot of people postpartum will get pregnant really quickly after and be like, oh my God, if I was breastfeeding, I wasn't getting my period or I was just not getting my period in general. I didn't think I was fertile. I didn't think I can get pregnant. You can because you ovulate before you get your period, which is why I am always such a huge proponent of tracking your basal body temperature because that is what's going to show you that you actually ovulated. So especially in postpartum specifically, which is obviously top of mind for me, I'm currently seven in like a half, almost eight weeks postpartum right now. I'm not, I did not get a period yet. I am breastfeeding, which if you are breastfeeding, specifically if you're exclusively breastfeeding or if you're breastfeeding just in general, your period does stop for a longer period of time than if you are someone who is postpartum who isn't breastfeeding. This is because the hormone that actually produces you to produces you, that actually causes you to produce milk is called prolactin. And this hormone also stops you from ovulating and getting a menstrual phase, getting your period. So that's why a lot of people postpartum, if they are breastfeeding, won't get their period. Sometimes people will get it three months after they gave birth. Some people will get it not for another year if they're still exclusively breastfeeding. It totally depends on, you know, your experience after childbirth. It depends on your, uh, your hormonal experience or psychological, like everything. It's just so dependent on when you're going to get your period back postpartum if you are breastfeeding or just in general at all. But it's because of that hormone prolactin. So that's why, because that's what's actually helping you produce milk. And that's what's also stopping you from ovulating. However, again, it could come back three months postpartum or a year postpartum. So I am personally exclusively breastfeeding excuse me, exclusively breastfeeding. And I plan on exclusively breastfeeding for definitely at least a year. Obviously, hopefully that can continue. I would love to do two years. We'll see what happens. But the point is, I am going to be tracking my ovulation because I know that First of all, for two reasons. Number one, I know I'm obviously going to ovulate before I get my period, which is what I just was talking about. And I want to know if that's actually happening. So I know, oh, okay, like, you know, I could be fertile, like all of that is going to go on. I'm going to go into that in a second. But the second reason why is because just because you see a bleed doesn't mean you actually ovulated. And this is a whole nother thing. You you could have experienced a bleed every month because you built up enough estrogen where uterine lining was built up and then it's just shedding without actually ovulation happening. That can happen. And I don't want to get a bleed and not know, oh, okay, am I just bleeding because my uterine lining is shedding? I produced estrogen. I didn't actually ovulate. Like I want to know if I'm actually ovulating because not only just for, you know, preventing pregnancy, because obviously, not obviously, but we do not want to get pregnant again. Again, right now, um, at all, like <laughs> no effing way. Um, but it, also, just because it's, it's important to ovulate, we want to be producing the hormone progesterone. Like, so I really want to know if that's actually going on. So I'm going to be starting to track. I keep saying I'm going to be doing it soon. We have so much going on over here. Obviously, we have an almost eight week old. We're also moving and we're renovating and a new house. Like, there's just so much happening. So I haven't gotten back into that routine yet. I'm still working on getting back into my normal routines of just like having my warm lemon water every day getting movement in, like doing my ice rolling on my face, like meditating, like all of these things that I was 
was doing, it's difficult to just start getting back into it because you have your whole new person. You have a whole new role. Like you have a whole new person that you have to take care of. Your time isn't your own. So I'm working on getting back into all of that. So I haven't added the habit in of taking my basal body temperature yet, but something that is making it easier is that I'm using one called temp drop. Um, and this one, it's an arm, it's a wearable arm device. So you put a little band on your arm and it has the like thermometer in there and it tracks your temperatures and your hormones throughout the entire night. So it gives you a ton of data. Um, and that way you don't have to take it in the morning. You're, first of all, you don't have to remember to take it when you wake up and you also don't have to take it at the same time every single morning. Because if you're taking your basal body temperature with a traditional basal body thermometer, in order for you to get accurate numbers, you have to take it around the same time every single morning. And if you're postpartum, if you're a mom or if you're a shift worker, you are not waking up at the same time every single day. So that accuracy isn't going to be there. So I was like, this option is just not going to be feasible for me postpartum. I need something else. Um, and that is where temp drop is actually coming in for me. So I am going to start doing that soon. I haven't yet, but I'm definitely going to, if you're interested in using temp drop, because if you're like, okay, I'm postpartum, I don't wake up at the same time every day, but I do want accurate numbers. Highly recommend this thermometer. The link will be in the show notes. You do get a discount using my code AF Corinne. Um, they do sales and stuff too. And this company, one of the, I think this is the only one that I have an affiliation with where when they have a sale, you can stack my code on top of it, which is amazing. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. So anyway, all the information is in the show notes. So the point of this is, yes, you can get pregnant without a period. So what I would suggest is that you're tracking your basal body temperature so that you know when you are ovulating. Now, your basal body temperature is not going, you're not going to know that you ovulated until after you ovulated with when you're tracking your basal body temperature, because in order for you to confirm ovulation, your basal body temperature is going to spike and has to stay about 0.5 degrees higher than the previous six temperatures and it has to stay that higher temperature for at least three days in a row. Um, so once you see that that's confirmed, you have already ovulated. Your fertile window is now closed. But the point is that you're going to actually see the ovulation occurred. So so if you're like, okay, but then how am I going to know if I'm fertile or not? Because I'm fertile before I actually confirm basal body temperature. That's where you're going to look at your cervical mucus. Your cervical mucus is what lets you know that you're actually fertile. Raw egg white consistency cervical mucus is your fertile cervical mucus. Now in postpartum, this is going to look different. So it's a little bit finicky. So I would highly recommend if you are someone who doesn't want to get pregnant right now in postpartum using a condom, um, I would, I don't, the pull-out method, I don't recommend. You could definitely get pregnant on the pull-out method. So I would just use a barrier method, like a condom. I like the Lola brand ones because they don't have all the like gross chemicals and stuff in like traditional condoms. Um, until you then have more of a sense of your pattern of cervical mucus production and when you're ovulating and all of that, which is going to look so different in postpartum time, especially if you're breastfeeding. So that is what I would say for that. And then the other thing is, when you do give birth, you bleed for a few weeks. Like I bled, I don't remember. It's like such a blur. <sighs> Definitely four weeks. Um, I think it stopped a little before my four weeks, I think is when the bleeding stopped for me. But what can happen is you're bleeding and it's not your period. You're bleeding because first of all, you just birthed a human. Um, and there's a mixture of blood, mucus, tissue, just from the lining of your uterus that's coming out. So there could be clots. Like in the, in the very first couple of days, there are clots. I'm going to do a whole nother episode on like what to expect, expect postpartum. And I'll go into that. But the point that I want to bring up here is that you can, you're bleeding after you give birth. And then sometimes it can stop and 
and come back. Um, most of the time, if it does that, it means that you're overexerting yourself and that means like a sign for you to slow down. But this actually happened to my friend where she stopped bleeding for a couple of weeks and then she started bleeding again. And she's like, oh my God, like I got my period already. And she, th- she was maybe six weeks, seven weeks postpartum. And she's like, holy shit. Like I got my period so quickly. I can't believe it. And she was breastfeeding. It turned out it wasn't her period. It was just that she was overextending herself, but you will know if it was your period or not, if you were tracking your ovulation and knowing that, Oh, I ovulated. So I know my period is coming. So yes, you can get pregnant without first seeing a period because you ovulate before you actually see a bleed. So make sure you're tracking your basal by temperature make sure you're using protection. If you are postpartum or if you're someone who does not have a regular period right now, um, I highly recommend tracking all of this and knowing what's actually going on. I have a whole other episode on how to track all of this. It's episode 123 of the podcast. We'll link it below. If you're unfamiliar with how to track your basal body temperature and you're like, wait, Corinne, what are you talking about? You just went through it so quick. I talk about it a lot on the podcast, but I have a whole episode dedicated to it. So you can go back and listen to that. I also have a training on it because this is something that's so, so, so important. I talk about a lot and it does take some getting used to, um, but I just want to address that question because I think it's really important. And I don't want people to think like, oh yeah, I just get pregnant. You don't need a period. I can still get pregnant. It's just like whatever it is, what it is. No, the reason why you can get pregnant without having a period is just because ovulation happens beforehand. So technically you're still getting a cycle. You're just not seeing the blood yet. So I hope this makes sense. I hope it clears it up for you. Um, I am excited for you to download that free new training. Well, it's not new. It's been around for a few months now, but I always forget to talk about it. So it's in there for you, how to create hormone balanced meals, the information about temp drop will be in the show notes as well. If you are postpartum or you have an irregular period, wrap that ish up. If you don't want to get pregnant right now, make sure you're tracking your basal body temperature so you know when you are actually going, to, when you do confirm ovulation, so you know a period is coming. Um, so then you don't have an accidental pregnancy if you don't want one right now. Or if you are trying to get pregnant, then you know what's actually going on. That's a whole nother story. But that is all for today. A nice quickie for you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.